This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 802. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 802. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Shameless Moms. Happy Monday if you're listening in live time. I am recording this on the Wednesday before it's going live, and today was our first day of school, a day we've all been waiting for. I know some of you have already been back in school for quite a while now, and some of you, oh my goodness, some of you are still waiting for that day, that fateful day that's, I think, coming for some of you in another day or two. But I wanted to talk a little bit about back to school, and this is really whether or not you're in a back to school season, or you're just going through a season where you have had to center a lot of other people in your life, or primarily your children. And now you have a little window to step back from that. So sometimes this can happen when you are, um, when your kids get to a greater level of independence. Sometimes it can happen with a transition in work. Sometimes it can happen in a transition just in terms of like how you need to show up in your life or how much you need to show up in your life for other people or other people's needs. So whether you're in a back to school season or not, this will be helpful for you if you're in one of those transitions where you're like, okay, I'm able to exhale a little bit in terms of having to give so much time and attention and investment to the things around me or the people around me. And I might be able to 
for a moment, center myself. I also have to tell you that I got the idea for this episode, as I often do in the middle of the night. And what I do when I get episode ideas, especially if I get a title in the middle of the night, I will reach over for my phone that's on the floor and I'll pick it up and I'll type the title into a reminder in my phone so that I can see it in the morning. Because as much as I think I'm going to remember that title in the morning, I never actually remember them. So I will type it into my phone and then in the morning I'll be like, oh, that's right. I had that great idea during the night. I thought of this great title, whatever. So when I typed into my phone in the middle of the night last night, a title for this episode, I intended to type, take back back to school. But instead I typed, take crack back to school. So when I woke up this morning, I opened up my reminders and I'm like, hmm, what was I thinking when I typed, take crack back to school? And then I had to like remind myself, oh yes, you were gonna talk about back to school and you were gonna talk about taking back this season for yourself. So here we are. I also wanna be really clear that before you jump to any conclusions about the title of this episode, taking back back to school, it's not about taking back back to school, like not sending the kids to school. I'm not suggesting that we take away this back to school season and live in eternal summer because that is not what I want. And I don't think it's what most of you want. I'm suggesting quite the opposite. I'm saying, get those kids in school, keep them there for a very long time, No more summers, no more three-day weekends, no more midwinter breaks, like none of it, just all the school all the time, right? (laughs) And I don't mean that literally, but oh my goodness, when you come off of a long break from school and you finally get those kids back in, it just feels like never let them leave again, like just make them stay there all the time. So I know some of you are feeling that relief with me as we enter this new season of like they're back in school, we can re-enter routines. I want to talk about taking back, back to school as a means of centering yourself. So Instead of making it all about your children going through the transitions this season, not to minimize the fact that, of course, children go through many transitions when they're going back to school, and sometimes those can be lengthy transitions, but I want this to be a season for you to take back your time centering your own needs, the things that like you might have really had to let go of this summer or compromise on this summer in order to reconnect to you and reconnect to what you need and desire in this season really specifically. So you likely just had like three months or so or more maybe of centering your kids, centering your family needs, perhaps centering extended family in a million different ways. And now, now that elements of that have wrapped up and we've transitioned back into the school season, now this is your time. And for as long as I've worked with moms, which has been so long now, early in my fitness career, all the way up until the present. So we're talking about like 20 years. September has always been a time when the moms I work with have this opportunity and excitement around hitting reset. And I always have realized and said and seen that September is often more of a New Year's quote unquote for moms than an actual New Year's on January 1st. So happy New Year's. (laughs) We made it. And now that you made it to this season, I want you to really think about what you want to do with this time the season that we're in, in terms of going into this, uh, a new season in the year, and then also what you want to do with the last four months of 2023. I want to invite you to take this time for you and make it about your needs and your desires and center yourself. Because I know that even when we begin our summer, and I often talk about this at the beginning of summer, where I say, make sure that you have like a summer bucket list that's just for you, like those few items where you want to do things that are just for you this summer. And even if we do that, 
summer still feels very much about everybody else. It seems like for moms, it's very much about, even if we're doing fun things, and I've seen this a million times this summer in different posts, even if we're doing fun things with our family and doing like really memorable trips and making it all about the kids and family memories, a lot of that stuff, it doesn't feel vacation-y. It feels like travel with children and there's a big difference. And so I want to make elements of this season feel like you're getting some of that vacation and vacation in air quotes because I'm I mean if you can go like lay on a beach in Tahiti absolutely do but sometimes it's just having space to exhale having space to decompress having space to like reset your nervous system and having space to really just do things that are for you because you have maybe a little bit more command over your time and energy with the kids being managed in other places and spaces. So in this episode, I want to talk about three ways that you can get started taking back back to school, really making this season about you and centering yourself. So the first thing I want you to do, the first thing I want you to do to center yourself in this trans- transition time in this season is to schedule something or many things that are just for you. And I have to give like cheers to people that I saw on social media and actually friends of mine too, who were like, first day of school, mom is gonna go get a massage. First day of school, get myself back in therapy. First day of school, like I'm gonna go to Target with my Starbucks and roam the aisles all by myself. I want to honor people, moms, recognizing that this can be a place, a space, a season to just go do some of those things and get those on your schedule right away. And I also want that to be not just like, oh, I now I really need to like finally schedule my dentist appointment, but have it really intentionally be things that bring you back to yourself. And so I love the people that I know that my friend who was like, yep, got therapy today at 11 o'clock or a couple people that I know of that went and got massages today. Like that is really, really about I'm bringing it back to me and I'm bringing it back to like not just centering myself but really creating space for decompression and doing a reset. I think that's really really important. So I want you to think about where can you schedule things whether it's you know one or two one-off things or routine things that are just for you. I also want to give you a tip that when you do this for the things that you want to be routine, that you're like thinking it would be really great if I did this on a regular basis, that you schedule it now on a regular basis. And so I, for a couple years, we had massage benefits where we got, I want to say it was like, must have been 12 massages a year. And so monthly I would go get this massage. It was so great. And I would always make myself schedule the next massage when I was at the completion of a massage. So before I would leave the woman's office, I would schedule the next one. Because when life gets in the way, like I just don't get around. It's really, really hard for me to schedule appointments. It's like actually one of the things that is most challenging for me. And I think it's an ADHD thing, but like it's really hard for me. So I would always, and I still do this in many capacities. Like if I'm going to the dentist, I schedule the next appointment when I'm still in the office. But specifically for things where you're like wanting to have joy and pleasure, schedule the next thing when you're there finishing the thing right now or book them out so that you're like, you go to your person and you're like, hey, whether it's a class, so maybe it's like a yoga class, maybe it's a massage, maybe it's therapy, but book it out and be like, hey, I wanna do this every Tuesday or the third Tuesday of the month or whatever it is, get it on the book so that it is, you've made that commitment and that appointment and you're ready to go. Now, if it's something where you're not necessarily needing to make an appointment with another person, where can you put it on your calendar with some sort of reminder? So I know for me, I've done this in the past. I actually just went through and did this recently where 
I am just reminding myself on my calendar when to take breaks to do certain things, or I'm kind of taking ownership over my calendar again. So one of the things I've done for the last couple of years that I quit doing probably six months ago because of, I don't even know when I stopped doing it. And I don't know how I stopped doing it. I suddenly realized I stopped doing it and was like, wait, when did I stop doing that? This episode is supported by Nutrafol. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you're among them, you are not alone. Thinning hair is normal, but it's not openly talked about, so it can feel lonely and frustrating and sometimes even embarrassing when you're going through it yourself. Join the over one million people who are doing something about their thinning hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over one million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Oh my gosh, I am a heavy shedder, so if you are a heavy shedder, or if you are someone who's wanting to thicken your hair, I definitely want you to try out Nutrafol. I have loved using it myself, and I know multiple other people who've used it and have found great results. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. To get started, you can take their hair quiz on Nutrafol.com, which will give you a personalized health plan based on your special root causes. Nutrafol is committed to helping you identify root causes of any shedding or hair loss so that you can really start to rebuild healthy hair in a way that is customized to you. So take the first steps to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code SHAMELESS. Find out why 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Go to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SHAMELESS. Nutrafol.com, code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. So I used to take implementation weeks. And I did this for a couple of years where like, six months out, I would go through my calendar month by month, and I would block a whole week each month where I wasn't going to take calls. So I'm not doing coaching calls. I'm not doing podcast interviews. Like it's a whole week. And I'm still working full time, but I'm not doing calls. I have long, expansive stretches of time where I can be doing content creation, content planning, goal setting, like wrapping up things from a certain quarter, kicking things off for a next quarter, all these kinds of things. 
And when I did this regularly, it was amazing. I don't know when I stopped doing it. At some point, I just stopped having them on my calendar and I didn't even notice that they weren't there anymore until I started feeling pretty burnt out and like I hadn't had space in my calendar in a really long time and I couldn't figure out why. And this was like the middle of summer. I was like, why do I feel like I haven't had time in months? And then I realized, oh my gosh, I stopped blocking those months. I don't know when I stopped, but apparently I did. And so I went back in and I started blocking them again. So I have my first implementation week coming up in a couple of weeks in September. And I was just talking to someone on my team saying like, I really want to try to honor these. I'm putting them back in. And she said right away, she said, oh my gosh, I noticed that you put them back on the calendar. And she was looking to book something for me. And she said, I was really careful not to book anything that week because I figured if you were putting them back on the calendar, you really need them and you don't want anything booked during that time. And I was like, yeah, like let's not book anything during that week. I want to take back my implementation weeks and get those back on the calendar for me. So whether it is blocking 10 minutes every day for something, whether it's blocking one week a month, whether it's blocking the first Tuesday of the month or the first Tuesday evening of the month, like whatever the thing is, where can you get something scheduled so that you remember to do it, so that it is built in and automated so that you are number one, not negotiating around it. And number two, not like just totally forgetting to do it. (laughs) So having it on there as a reminder. So that's the first thing is scheduling something or many things just for you. That's your first thing to take back back to school. Secondly, to take back back to school, I want you to think about fresh starts. So when you get your child ready for going back to school, there's all these things that we do, right? We get them fresh school supplies. I don't know if anyone else had this experience where at the end of last year, Vinny came home with so many school supplies, like Crayola markers and colored pencils and all these things. And I was like, how many times I went to dump them in this drawer that we have. And I looked and I was like, this drawer is already full of all the other year's worths of markers and colored pencils and all the stuff, pencil sharpeners, erasers. I'm like, next year, I am not buying you new markers and new color, like all these things that you already have, they're still in decent condition. We're just going to like go shopping in this drawer. So at the beginning of New Year's, we do fresh starts, right? Where you're like, I'm going to go get my school supplies. We go get for Vinny, it's like getting new uniform pants or getting new shoes. Like, do you remember what a big deal it was to get new shoes growing up for like back to school shoes? It's like a real big deal. Vinny just hit this milestone that I'm not super pleased about where he has some real requirements about shoes. (laughs) And let me just tell you that they're not budget-friendly requirements. (laughs) I've been able to get away with always getting like very good deals on shoes and um, finding, you know, very reasonably priced shoes and leveraging some connections I have at certain with certain shoe brands, but none of them are Nike. And as it turns out, this child must have Nikes. So (laughs) we did some shopping to find a good deal on some Nikes so that he could have Nikes for the first day of school. But this was like a big deal, right? Like starting fresh with the like new pants that fit well versus the ones from last year that were definitely too short, too tight and had holes in them. And also like every pair happened to have Sharpie on them. I don't know how they're like, why he's always drawing on his pants with a black Sharpie. It's a time for those new shoes. It's a time for those fresh supplies. It's a time for the haircuts, right? All the things, a time for like the new coat or vest or whatever. So What does that mean for you? Where do you want a fresh start or need a fresh start? And what does that look like? And so maybe it is for you to go get go get the haircut. Maybe for you, it is something else that like allows you to feel that feeling of like this, I'm kicking off a new season. For me, one of the things I'm going to be doing 
for a fresh start is I'm wrapping up training for a triathlon. So my, I have a triathlon on Saturday. I've been training for it for the last few months. Um, it's the same triathlon I did a year ago. I'm pretty excited to go back and do it again. But I'm also recognizing like my body, my back and my body are just like, they are just not happy with me. Um, so I was talking to my doctor about this and I adore my doctor and she always has fantastic recommendations. I like have a doctor who spends more than an hour with me at every annual appointment. And she was telling me about how she started doing Pilates and how it's like totally changed all of the aches and pains in her body were similar ages. And she totally sold me on it. And I have always been like, "Uh, I don't know, like, it seems kind of slow paced. It doesn't seem like it'll give me an endorphin rush. Like, that's what I really want when I do a workout. And she's like, you know, you're right about all those things. And also, it's going to help a whole bunch of other things that are impacting your quality of life, like your pelvic floor, like chronic back pain, like all these other things. And so I was like, okay, I'm in. So for my fresh start, when I'm done training for a triathlon, I really want to go try Pilates and commit to like, I'm going to do this two days a week, try it out, see how it goes. And that's like my fresh start thing. So what do you want your fresh start thing to be? Whether it is something related to self-care, whether it's something related to like just fun and joy and pleasure, but what's that fresh start thing for you? Maybe it's going and getting the new shoes. Maybe you're like looking at your closet and you're like, I've been wearing these clothes from working for home for too long or my like my COVID clothes. I just went through this as well, like cleaning out some things that were just on like rinse and repeat and like less rinse and more repeat all through COVID. And I'm like, you know, I could be done. Like it's time. It's time to be done with that outfit or like maybe like maybe not so much with the hoodies and maybe like, you know, like a nicer sweater. I actually got this really cute um, cardigan, like long cardigan from Target. It was like $30, but I'm like, okay, it's like time to upgrade, like upgrade to the cute long cardigan and maybe take off the hoodie that has like bleach stains on it. (laughs) So maybe you need a fresh start in that respect, whatever a fresh start means for you that allows you to feel a little pep in your step. So sometimes it is really about like upgrading your, your, how you show up. I know this has happened with clients where they've said in, in the things we've talked about, it's like, even if you work for yourself or working from home full time and you don't need to quote unquote get ready for the day you still like put on the lip gloss if that makes you feel more ready to go or do your hair or fully get dressed I was talking to a woman the other day who was like I gave up stretchy pants a year ago because I realized that they were not allowing me to be the best version of myself and she's like now I put on jeans every day to work at home and I was like good on you and also I'm not doing that (laughs) but I thought it was really great that that was like her fresh start a year ago was saying, I'm not going to wear stretchy pants anymore. That wasn't making her feel super great about herself and how she was showing up. And she's like, I'm going back to wearing jeans and like actually like formally getting dressed every day. And that was a game changer for her. And then she from there, she was like, I feel like I start the day differently. I feel like I show up differently, even if I'm just on calls all day or I'm not actually seeing anyone, like no one's going to see the jeans, but I show feel like I am stepping into the version of myself that's going to be the best version of myself for the day. And instead of this version of myself that's kind of dialing it in or kind of lackadaisical. And that makes a really big difference. And so I want to invite you to recognize like, where do you need a fresh start? And what can that look like to you? And what will be the benefits of that? And then also recognizing when you do the thing, how does it make you feel? Like, how does the new haircut make you feel? 
How does the going to Pilates twice a week make you feel? How does putting on the jeans every day make you feel? For mine, it's like putting on shoes and socks. <laughs> I wear my Birkenstock slippers, not like normal Birkenstocks, but the actual Birkenstock slippers. I wear them all the time when I'm home. And it's funny to me when I find myself wearing like shoes and socks sitting at my desk, I'm like, what's, what's happening right now? <laughs> it feels very weird. So recognizing like when you do those things, what is that trigger to you? How does it feel to you? And then with that feedback, then how does that reinforce the desire to keep doing it, keep going? This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. And are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by Air Doctor. You probably don't know that Americans take in about 20,000 breaths per day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. Indoor air pollutants can cause upper respiratory symptoms like sneezing, coughing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. I am so excited that we just got our own Air Doctor for our house, and we will have it all up and running and ready to go in time for all the things that come with spring weather, but also smoke season, which is just around the corner for those of us in the Pacific Northwest. And I know many of you across the country. So here's how you can get your own Air Doctor. First of all, Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code SHAMELESS and you'll receive up to $300 off of air purifiers. Exclusive to our podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. 
Lock in this special offer by going to Air Doctor Pro, A I R D O C T O R P R O.com and use the promo code Shameless. That's Air Doctor Pro.com, code Shameless. So, the third thing I want you to do, the third way I'm going to invite you to take back back to school is to recognize what do you want or need for the rest of 2023. So we have four months left of this year. When you have four months on the clock, there's some responsibility there with that, some responsibility about what are you going to do with that time and how are you going to make it count? And I want you to make the rest of 2023 count. Whether like no matter what this year has been like for you, this has been a super, super hard year. And especially the last few months for my family, because my husband getting laid off, it has just felt like so many things going wrong and going sideways that I'm like, I just, I just keep telling people, I'm like, I feel like I just, we're getting punked like over and over again, where I'm like, I feel like there's going to be like a camera showing up at some point to be like, just kidding. Like, we just wanted to see how much you could take. We just wanted to see like, if you could really withstand this and still be smiling. So with that, it's creating this opportunity for what do I really want and need for the rest of 2023? And it's been interesting in asking myself that question as I've wrapped up summer and gotten ready to start this new season, that there's definite things that I want and need. And that's going to come at the very clear expense of other things. So I've said to myself, to my team, to different partnerships that I had, or that I have, that I'm only willing to do things under these certain circumstances. And it's been interesting that my husband's layoff has triggered some of those boundaries, because some of these things have become just not optional. Like there's things when you are in a position of having things be as kind of complicated and nuanced as a layoff in the family, where you're like, you know, I can't responsibly do some of these things. If it's a waste of my time and energy, like it would be irresponsible of me to do it. If it's not going to be revenue generating right now, it would be irresponsible of me to keep doing it. So I'm looking at things in my business and looking at how am I going to continue the rest of 2023 and end this year. And I'm having to be really accountable to making really responsible decisions because more is on the line than usual. And that's been an interesting exercise for me. As a result of that, it's actually pushed me into hustle mode in certain ways that I haven't really subjected myself to for a while. And that feels good. So, and I'll dig into that more in just a minute, but I want you to think about what do you want or need and how can you connect that to goals and needs for this specific season in your life based on where you're at, what you want, what you need based on what your family needs, et cetera. And then also, does there need to be some hustle around that? So I'm not here for like hustle culture and like constant grind, but I am here for the ethical hustle. So what I find myself doing right now, which I was starting to refer to earlier, is really creating space for ethical hustle in my life. And what ethical hustle means to me is that it is I'm willing to and intentionally hustling around very specific things because they are a means to a very specific end that will either immediately solve a problem for myself or my family or will position me well to do the things I want to do in 2024 and beyond. And they require some hustle right now to make that happen by 2024. So there's a handful of things right now where like that's the case where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do some hustling for the next few months, like September and October for like 
there's a significant amount of hustle on the horizon for me. I also, because I know that it's for very specific reasons, it's for a finite amount of time, and it's going to serve very specific purposes. I'm really okay with it and kind of excited about it. Like, I know the things I'm going to do over the next couple months. And the things I'm going to do to close out this year are going to have a really big impact on the things that I do in 2024. And some of them are also going to have a really big impact on the things I do over the next like five to 20 years. And I'm really conscientiously thinking about that. So when I talk about taking back back to school, for me, some of taking back back to school is really looking at like, what's the 20 year plan? And I'm not getting super specific on it, but I am getting way more grounded in I'm 47 years old. What do I want to do for the next 20 or for the next, yeah, 20 years before I retire ish? Because I don't think I'll actually retire at like 65 or 67, but when I want to just have more time freedom around the age of retirement. And none of that means I'm walking away from anything that I'm doing right now with you and within my current business. It means that there's certain things I want to double down on in my current business. And I'm definitely making space for that. And there's certain things I want to do that are adjacent to my current business that will very much support a 20-year plan that I'm really excited about, that are going to take time, energy, and money for sure, but they're going to really, really help me dial in how I'm going to allow things to evolve over the next 20 years. So you don't need to go into this last season of 2023 with like, what am I doing for the next 20 years of my life? But if it's helpful for you to look at what do I want long term? And what do I need to then be considering as I close out this year, I want to invite you to consider that. So when you look at what you want versus what you need, what does that mean for you? Opposite of that opposite of like, here's these goals, and I'm thinking about 20 years, and I need to hustle. I want to also honor and make sure that I mention that a lot of people I know, like a lot, a lot, a lot of people I know, are in massive recovery mode, recovering from huge transitions, or still going through huge transitions, recovering or still going through huge trauma, or recovering or still going through like just deep, deep grief. And for those of you who are in that situation, I am not recommending that you do any hustling, ethical or otherwise, <laughs> during this season. I am recommending that you give yourself all the space and grace to recover and to process and to heal. And because we're coming off the season of having to center our families and our kids and our and other people other than ourselves over the summer, I think what happens for a lot of people, what I've seen happen for a lot of people is they've had to bury trauma, they've had to bury grief, they've had to kind of stop push pause on processing in order to like get through the day to day and the chaos of the summer and especially the end of summer. And so for those of you that are in that space, what you want and need for the rest of 2023 might be like massive self-care. It might be massive rest. It might be dialing everything back. And that is absolutely okay. So I can be over here saying like, I'm going to dial a whole bunch of things up. And you can be sitting there saying, I'm going to dial a whole bunch of things back. And all that is okay. The last piece, which I kind of just mentioned around this, is when you're thinking about what you want and need for the rest of 2023, is what do you want to recommit to? And so I mentioned self-care a minute ago. I prefer to call it self-nourishment because I just think self-care is really cliche and often can be thrown around in a really privileged way. So I want you to think about what do you need to recommit to in terms of self-nourishment? What are the habits and routines that you have foregone in recent months for all sorts of reasons, no judgment on what the reasons are, and it doesn't matter what the reasons are, but what are the habits and routines that are nourishing to you that 
would be beneficial for you to bring back. So maybe that's bringing back a meditation practice. Maybe that's bringing back moving more frequently. Maybe that's bringing back like having time with friends. Maybe it's bringing back date night. Maybe it's bringing back like going for a walk on your lunch hour. Maybe it's bringing back journaling. Maybe it's bringing back like sitting in the dark with a candle in the morning, drinking your coffee in solitude. I will tell you, I always in the summer, over the course of the summer, I let the time that I set my alarm for, especially because like if any doesn't have anywhere to be, I just let it get a little bit later and later and later and later over the course of the summer. And so it often ends up being that like Vinny and I are getting up at the same time. I mean, this child only sleeps until like 645 on a good day, but we're often getting up at about the same time and I don't have time for myself. And that takes a toll after a while because it might not surprise you that I have a child who's extroverted. And the minute he gets up, he just, there's a lot to say. There's a lot to say. There's a lot to talk about, a lot to engage around. And so one of the things I am recommitting to, and I'm really, really need this for my own self-nourishment, is backing up that alarm a bit, which is going to be painful, but to have that time by myself in the morning where it's really, really quiet. I'm really in deep need of that. And that is nourishment to me. And I am wilting without it. So even though I've been doing like my morning routine stuff that I normally do, it's with like a child chirping in my ear the whole time. <laughs> So I'm going to get get back on getting up at like my commitment is to I backed it up today to 610 and my commitment by next week is to be at 545, which sounds like really brutal, but I know that it will be really, really worth it to me and really nourishing to me and really helpful to me. So that is my invitation to you to take back back to school. Those three invitations, again, are to schedule something or many things just for you and get them on auto schedule, like make it systematize however you're scheduling so that these things are happening without you having to do a lot of decision making around it or being able to like continue to put it off or procrastinate. Next is going ahead and recognizing where you need a fresh start. And what does that fresh start look and feel like to you? And then collecting data. What does it feel like when you give yourself those fresh starts and those little resets? And then third, what do you want or need for yourself for the rest of 2023? Whether that is like needing to step up and hustle in an ethical way to do some things you really want to accomplish, or if it's meaning like sitting back and really giving yourself time to recover and heal, and or if that means that you need to make some recommitments to things that really habits and routines that are really nourishing for you and to you and to your body and your mental health and your physical health. I hope this was helpful. We did it, mamas. We made it. We made it through summer. We are into our new year. We made it. We're here. I'm so thrilled for us. And I'm in this with you always. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here. And I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. 
Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.